This is the Western Union Daily Briefing for Friday the 13th. The dollar is off to a mixed start uh, this morning. We're really looking at a lackluster, thin summer trade. So a lot of these ranges continue to be fairly narrow ones. Uh, but the dollar is a little bit softer against a lot of these growth currencies, uh, the ones from Australia and Canada. They have been boosted by some uh, market matching uh, data out of China for the most part. But uh, the dollar is uh, firmer against the euro. In fact, it did rise to a fresh two-year high against the single currency. But uh, what's really driving markets this morning has been a trio of reports out of China. They were uh, generally in line with market forecasts. So as a result, that has helped fan a modest uh, relief rally. So that is giving a boost to some of these uh, growth-reliant currencies. But uh, out of China, again, that's the main story this morning. We did see that uh, growth that did slow as expected. Uh, it printed at a 7.6% uh, uh, annual rate in the second quarter. Uh, that was a three-year low, down from 8.1% uh, uh, the prior quarter. But uh, although that did mark the sixth straight quarter of decline, uh, the fact that it didn't uh, print even further below that uh, 7.6 level has uh, for now eased worries that uh, the world's number two growth engine might be slowing even sharper than market watchers had expected. So uh, for now, that's been uh, somewhat positive, and that is giving a boost to some of these riskier assets. Uh, we have seen stocks and commodities uh, edge upward on this news, so that is giving a boost uh, for now. For the single currency, it is again uh, struggling. We have seen it fall to uh, fresh lows against the dollar. We are now at uh, fresh multi-year lows against not only the U.S., but its uh, U.K. counterpart as well. In the case of uh, the Aussie dollar, we have, excuse me, in the case of uh, the Canadian dollar, it has now risen to a record high against the euro. Uh, one of the factors that has uh, contributed to the euro's fresh fall today has been news uh, earlier today that Moody's did slash Italy's uh, credit rating by two steps. Uh, so again, that gave investors only fresh cover to uh, shun the single currency. And of course, we've got other factors off to the side that continue to weigh on the single currency. Uh, one, of course, is uh, how investors ha really haven't taken much comfort from officials handling of the debt crisis to date. Uh, that has done little to inspire investor confidence uh, in that. And then, of course, uh, we're just a little bit more than a week removed from uh, the ECB's move uh, last week to trim record, excuse me, to trim interest rates uh, to record lows. So what that has done has left the single currency vulnerable to be using to be used as a uh, funding currency for these carry trade bets on higher yielding currencies. In fact, uh, up until recently, we had seen the Aussie and Kiwi dollars uh, soar to a string of all-time highs against the euro. So uh, that looks set to uh, continue, at least over the near term. We had some uh, numbers out of the U.S. economy today on inflation. We saw that uh, a gauge of wholesale inflation, the producer price index, uh, that unexpectedly rose, uh, but just by a sliver for the month of June. But uh, overall, I think the report was uh, consistent with tame inflation here in the U.S., uh, so uh, that suggests that the Fed could have some uh, cover to further loosen policy uh, if it needs to down the road. But uh, as we heard from the tone of the Fed minutes uh, earlier this week, it seems like uh, the chance of any action anytime soon has been uh, has uh, really diminished. Uh, that's because uh, the tone of those minutes uh, suggested that it would take an even sharper slowdown in the U.S. economy <clears throat> uh, to get the Fed to act in support of growth. So for now, as long as we can keep at bay the chance of more action from the Fed, uh, that should be uh, supportive of the U.S. currency. The Aussie dollar has uh, rebound from uh, two-week lows against the greenback. It had fallen uh, sharply yesterday on the back of uh, some disappointing jobs data out of Australia. Uh, what that did was uh, put back on the table the chance of another rate cut this year by the Reserve Bank. 
and the Aussie was also a bit softer going into these uh, Chinese numbers. But uh, since they uh, generally printed in line with forecasts, uh, that has uh, provided a little bit of a rele relief rally. So that is giving a boost to commodities, uh, which in turn is boosting the Aussie dollar as well. And then for much the same reason, the Canadian dollar is enjoying a rally too. It is at one-week highs against the greenback. Again, it's at uh, historic highs against the single currency. Uh, we have seen the Canadian currency boosted by this uh, modest uh, relief rally on the back of uh, these Chinese numbers. And then, of course, uh, we've seen uh, some signs this week that the U.S. economy continues to tread water. We had some uh, encouraging news on jobless claims uh, yesterday. They did fall to their lowest level in four years, uh, so that is certainly supportive to the Canadian economy since the U.S. is its top trading partner. We've got uh, another report due out today, a 10 o'clock number or just before 10 o'clock on uh, consumer sentiment from the University of Michigan. That's going to be a preview of July uh, confidence. And then next week on Monday, that'll kick off with uh, U.S. retail sales. On Tuesday, we'll get a report on industrial production. Uh, Fed Chairman Ben Bernanke heads to uh, Capitol Hill to testify in the economy on Wednesday. And then we'll have a key housing number on Thursday. But that's going to do it. Uh, the dollar is mixed down against some of these growth-reliant currencies, uh, but higher against the euro.